It's a great day for a podcast. Once again, here he is, John Oakley. We put so much time and love into this uh, beautiful garden that we created. And the city just recklessly cut it down. It made me feel not just sad, but almost like a, a, an extreme grief. Like you just can't, can't almost put it into words. Uh, we were begging them not to as they just kept going. Almost every year we've gotten notices and some years the city has backed down and said, oh no, you do have a naturalized area. One year they showed up, they were going to cut it. We called the police and the police told them to leave, that they would be trespassing if they entered our property. We're just listening to the matriarch of the Barnes family in Burlington, uh, who has an issue with the municipality, uh, because the municipality and the Barneses don't see eye to eye when it comes to uh, what would be considered appropriate use of their front yard as a naturalized garden. And I've seen it happen in Toronto as well, where there's been uh, an interpretation by bylaw enforcement officers that a so-called naturalized garden is not appropriate for a variety of reasons. But uh, the folks came in from the city with the weed whackers and demolished said sanctuary for bees and butterflies. David Donnelly is an environmental lawyer and expert on such legal matters as this one, and he joins us here on The Oakley Show to help us understand what the heck is going on. Uh, David Donnelly, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me on, John. All right. Uh, well, let's start with uh, how this all came to pass. I mean, first of all, was there a complaint that was issued, or did the city just kind of take it upon itself to go in there? No, this is a complaint-driven process, and uh, a couple of the neighbours have made it known in the past that they don't like the look of this natural garden or uh, urban meadow. Um, they phoned bylaw, and bylaw has been uh, responding ever since about 2015. I mean, this has been going on for a long time. Uh, but yes, it's it's stupidly a, a complaint-driven process, because if you drive through Burlington or the city of Toronto, you're going to find lots and lots and lots of natural gardens. In fact, it's rare now to see someone's property it doesn't have at least a small component of butterfly or pollinator habitat. It's, it's the right thing to do. Well, what's the deal then in Burlington are naturalized gardens verboten? Uh, by what criteria do you evaluate a naturalized garden? Well, um, there's several ways to do it. Um, Ms. Barnes um, is an expert in, in uh, plant ecology. She's very diligent and conscientious about what she's planted. They're native species. Uh, they are very um, helpful to bees and butterflies and so on. So Ms. Barnes has been cultivating this garden for years successfully. Um, I might add there's been um, very few, uh, if any, noxious weeds. Um, I, I can use that in the court case. But basically when, when the bylaw complained last fall, we hired an expert named Lorraine Johnson, who's a nationally renowned um, public figure with respect to expertise in natural gardens and wildflowers. She came to the site, did an evaluation, and made a report that we shared with the city solicitor. The report said, bottom line, there are no noxious weeds, and this is a carefully tended, conscientiously grown, successful natural garden. The city has not had the courtesy, the decency, to respond with any complaints. Are there noxious weeds? Is there something wrong with the gardens? Because they can't, because there aren't any noxious weeds. Right, and so they just sent in the bylaw enforcement officers with the weed whackers. Right, so in my legal opinion, they, they trespassed, they had no right to do so, and they were enforcing an unconstitutional bylaw, and the uh, notice of violation was defective. First, um, the main complaint was that the wildflowers, natural plants, native plants, 
were growing over 20 centimeters in height uh, on her lawn. But the Ontario courts, the, the Superior Court of Ontario, has already heard evidence and accepted evidence that that's an absurd, irrational, bizarre standard because 95% of all native plants in Ontario grow over 20 centimeters in height. In essence, the Burlington bylaw is a ban on native species, and that's perverse. This is Ontario. All right. Well, uh, I didn't want to say we're getting into the weeds here because that would be, uh, you know, uh, Ill, Ill advised. But uh, so you're seeking compensation then from the city of Burlington? Right. This is unfortunately a good pun, but this is no laughing matter. The city of Burlington, again, perversely, in my opinion, phoned Ms. Barnes mortgage company. They threatened an enormous fine. And the mortgage company has said that if Ms. Barnes can't pay it, they'll put a lien on her property and force uh, a power of sale. In other words, Ms. Barnes and her family might, might find themselves on the street. Now, if that wasn't perverse enough, the problem is that that notice of violation, as I said, was defective in the following ways. One, the height limit has already been struck down uh, by courts uh, in Ontario. I, I've litigated cases like this successfully. You can't impose an aesthetic standard on your neighbors. The bylaw can't do that. Neighbors can't do that. Two, they accused her of blocking the walkway to her front door. We sent photographs to the city solicitor proving that the walkway was unobstructed. It was absurd to suggest so. And that violation was dropped. Three, they accused her of growing natural flowers plants on the boulevard over 20 centimeters in height. But Ms. Barnes doesn't own the boulevard. You can't force someone to mow someone else's lawn. That, that notice of violation was defective. And yet the city has uh, written her mortgage company, threatened her with the possible loss of her home. That's not the way Burlington or any municipality should act. Look, the mayor down there, Marianne Mead Ward, is a good progressive environmentalist. She needs to do something about this because this is wrong. This should not be happening in Burlington, and it shouldn't be happening in Canada. It's illegal. So what are next steps? Obviously, they've lost their naturalized garden now. Uh, what are their next steps? So Ms. Barnes, in my opinion, is entitled to collect damages. She has invested a considerable amount of money in this natural garden, as have many uh, Ontarians. So she's entitled uh, to recover. Uh, and also, we want the uh, parts of the bylaw that the courts have already struck down as being unconstitutional. We want them struck out. Uh, it just, it just simply can't do this. Um, Burlington has made a big mistake here, and they ought to make amends. Right. But does it go to court, or uh, would there be some saner uh, type of resolution that could be affected? So I think the ball is in the mayor's court. Um, she can convene um, her experts, our experts, Ms. Barnes, city solicitor, and we'll work this out. Uh, Ms. Barnes isn't looking for a lot of compensation. She's looking for an apology, of course. Um, this can be re resolved sanely, but I have to say, if it doesn't resolve this way amicably, then it is going to court. We are seeking damage, and we will strike, strike down this bylaw. Now, the, the mayor, in her statement um, to residents yesterday, said that this matter has already been litigated in the city's favor. Well, that's partly true. In 2019, Ms. Barnes was found to have two thistles on her property, and she was forced to pay through prosecution a $750 fine for doing so. Well, you know what? I'm Scottish. There shouldn't be a problem with having thistles <laughs> in, in your yard, but certainly having a municipality spend tens of thousands of dollars to prosecute and to afford a, a bylaw over two plants, surely to God with the homelessness crisis, the climate crisis, the biodiversity crisis, doesn't Burlington have something better to spend its money on? I worry for the Irish guy who's got a lawn full of shamrocks. But listen, well, that's uh, next. Yeah. <laughs> Could she cite emotional distress in any of this? Well, she has been emotionally distressed. Imagine if some guy 
came to your house and said, I, I don't like your Toronto Maple Leafs uh, sticker on your garage and tore down your garage door. I'm mm. equivalent of what's happened here. I mean, the problem is if you've got a Maple Leafs uh, sticker uh, on your garage door, you maybe you ought to have your head examined. But with a natural garden, <laughs> the city of Burlington is encouraging people to grow natural gardens. Mm. The city of Toronto, um, Barrie, you, you name it, that most municipalities, most sensible municipalities are encouraging this kind of adaptation of a new way of addressing nature. There are many, many positive benefits to these gardens. Yes, some people with manicured Kentucky bluegrass lawns don't like it, but they're now in the minority and they're wrong. The, the climate is in crisis. Everybody has to do something, including homeowners with their yards. David, finally, is there ever a point where a garden can get so unwieldy and uh, grow? You know, there's overgrowth and uh, it becomes, well, let's just say uh, something that's unmanageable that you can see that the city would have a point in wanting to at least file notice. Yes, there's a Weed Control Act in Ontario. It has a noxious weeds list. If you have any of the 25 noxious weeds on that list in your garden, the bylaw should come by and uh, enforce it by requiring you to take those weeds out. But again, there is no allegation then whatsoever that that was the case here because there are no noxious weeds. And second, if that isn't the case, then the homeowner should be permitted to have an expert like Lorraine Johnson come to your property and do an assessment of the natural garden. And if that expert um, deems that it is a valid, valuable natural garden, then it's up to the city to peer review it. And if the city can demonstrate that the, peer, that the evaluator was wrong, and that the natural garden is uncapped or isn't conscientious or isn't helping pollinators, then yes, they should be allowed to enforce some kind of bylaw, but not a bylaw that enforces an aesthetic standard. That's what's happening here. And the courts have already struck that down as unconstitutional. Burlington has made a big mistake. Well, it sounds like you're on solid footing here. We'll have to watch and see how this one plays out. Overzealous bylaw enforcement officers in the city of Burlington, obviously uh, putting the barns... Uh, or setting them back with their naturalized garden. David Donnelly is an environmental lawyer and expert on such legal matters. Uh, we'll continue to watch this one, David. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Thanks a lot for your interest, John. You got it. Listen to the John Oakley Show live each weekday afternoon from 3 until 6. If you live in the Toronto area, just turn that AM dial to 640 and listen anywhere on earth 24 hours a day by going to 640toronto.com. Follow on Twitter at AM640Oakley. You've been listening to A Curious Cast. New podcasts and shows are debuting all the time. So check back often to see what's new in the Curious Cast Library.